0: Are we starting now? Yeah. Are we starting now?
1: Are we starting now?
0: <laughs> Pumped. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Ryan comes off on us a and little And welcome bit. to the next episode of the That's Podcast, um, which is a lie because right now it's dinner time. I don't care what anybody says. Yes, I have dinner. It's almost eight o'clock yeah i tend to have dinner earlier Mm -hmm. and i've had people tell me like like early like if i get off at five i'm having dinner at like 5 36 oh yeah that's really early yeah but that's like old people early that's what i heard too but i'm like it's not (laughs) old people early though it is my grandma eats dinner at five but i get off of work at five so why am i waiting to eat right but like prep time and wanting to come sit down on the couch and relax for a little bit before your cats yell at you to feed I them do that after the itis <laughs> like i don't have to get up again and then i always eat the, like that makes the most sense to me and honestly it makes more sense on the dietary end because i'm only eating this late because we prepared for the lunch break mm-hmm. but like people are like no i eat at like eight or nine o'clock at night I'm like, how the fuck do you go to sleep? Because I'll be too I know, cold. know, right? Yeah. So then I've had people like, that's old people time." i was like, say whatever you want. But no, yeah. I'm already done with my dishes. Like, <laughs> I try to have dinner by seven. Yeah. At least. I have had like now yeah. I have dinner essentially at like, seven. Like it's eight o'clock yeah. now. But I mean, or I'll say this. I might have, I might eat something at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. I better, if I'm going to be eating dinner, it's going to be seconds. <laughs> that's where it is. Yeah. But my parents have always, like, I was always raised that having dinner at like five yeah. o'clock, six. Because my mom would get off at work at like three, three, she'd come and pick me up from like after school, school program yeah. at 4.30. And then she'd come home around four and we'd have dinner around five, 5.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. her thing was like, she got off of work and that was our norm. So So for me, that's my norm. Yeah. It's just like, But because I remember asking my mom like years on the road, I'm like, why did we why did we eat at like five or six? She's like, because I got off of work. And her other thing was, I knew that if I sat down and got that relaxed, I wasn't making dinner that day. Yeah. So she's like, I'd rather just get dinner. And she preps. I think Mm -hmm. that's the other reason I eat so early is because I already plan my meals Mm -hmm. ahead. So I know what I'm gonna eat. Yeah. (laughs) So usually, like if I say, oh, what do I all think about tomorrow? And be like. Mm, I said you know it'd be nice I'll be done and I'll think maybe I will have fish tomorrow and I'll thaw out my fish yeah and so by the time I get home it's all ready to I cook I just thaw it out yeah. I season it and cook my rice and make my veggies and I'm done that's good yeah so I think that's why because I'm like why am I waiting why yeah <laughs> but I've had people tell me they're like that's old people time <laughs> and I'm just like right but then I get dessert around
1: eight
0: mm-hmm. dessert to me just like mood wise so much it's better. Like nighttime. Yeah, um, yeah. That's just me. It's kind of crazy too, because I heard that, like in Europe, a lot of people eat really late, like nine, ten at night. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm like, how do you do that? And then they also have siestas. They have siestas too. So it's, it's a different, different culture, for yeah. sure. Yeah, you're gonna get yeah. more soup. I am going to get more soup. <laughs> so nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet. You nice guys. to meet you guys. <laughs> but like. No, Michelle and I, so we had to switch some things around. So usually we record on a Saturday afternoon, and you could say it's like brunch or lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of how schedules worked out, it is Saturday evening, mm-hmm. and we're eating dinner. So
1: yeah. lunch it's break
0: is like- dinner. <laughs> dinner break (laughs) dinner break got off of work got off of work we got some cold soup for you well there's a we got a okay so we it might not look like hers but we essentially made um
1: a cold
0: cucumber soup like korean cold cucumber soup Mm -hmm. like a simple version and it's tasty and i uh, i was like okay well i want rice with it and then i was gonna make the braised like korean braised potato Recipe like side dish, yeah, and then I got instead lemon pepper rotisserie chicken because <laughs> so I was that's like, fine because I was like we have some protein, yeah, and honestly it's really good. And then of course you can't have lunch break without hot fries, yeah, like just, it's the stable. Yeah, the Catholic Church has anointment oil, we have hot fries. <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Um, you just see the Cheeto fragments everywhere. the crunchy. <laughs> the body of Christ. <laughs> Jesus, our cheese lord. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. She can say she was re- It's Catholic. okay, I went to Catholic school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can say it. I was literally saying that in these things. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. But so you hear a little bit about that I think the food's really good too yeah so we got cold cucumber soup it was so good spicy mm. Um, we needed a little bit of food with some soul in it just oh. to heal us from this adventure we went on <laughs> well, and here's the thing is I expected to go on the adventure and I'm still hurt and you're still hurt? <laughs> yeah I want. I want to start by saying this break. It's episode what forty-seven. Yeah. And we're reading or we'll be talking about The House of Eve
1: mm-hmm.
0: by um Sadiqua Johnson. And we've read one of her previous books before. Yeah. Um we read uh The Yellow Life, which was also a historical fiction story inspired by Mary Lumpkin. A mixed-race um, enslaved woman who was sold to Robert Lumpkin, the piece of shit jailer. <laughs> the jailer, yeah. <laughs> who owned Half Devil's Acre. And I want to note and say that seems, I say inspired because I believe the book was written based off the life and isn't always historically accurate. So I want to say, you know, she I want to take she highlighted the most important things in the life, in the character stories, specifically talking to the Yellow Wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure she had to fill in her own pieces and bits here to make the story. Yeah. So since I'm not a historian, and I didn't go It's, the- like, lo- loosely like, based yeah. off of someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. but not, not true facts. Yeah. Because she wasn't there when it happened. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the other thing is, too, is the House of Eve, from what I've been reading um it's also people are saying it's like the sequel almost to, to the house of, mm-hmm. of yellow wife and not to say that you see the same characters but the stories you have someone who was an enslaved and now you have like speed up to 1950s where now you're dealing with like all the isms racism classism colorism sexism, sexism. colorism um, yeah. yeah you're dealing with all the isms mm-hmm. and it now is telling the story of not only black women but also women in there in general too. Yeah. Um. And the nuances that the 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 decisions they have to make. Hmm. Um. I did like throughout the like later in the book they just tell you why it's being called the house of Eve. Yeah. Um. And a really maybe it's just me but I thought it was kind of beautiful that she said the house of Eve. Referring to eve adam and eve adam and eve and she's the mother of it because mm-hmm. even um well, you know what we can get later into like, yeah. that yeah yeah but michelle wants to set the scene the house of eve is about two women in the 1950s ruby is 15 years old she has dreams to become the first one in her family to go to college she attends special saturday classes kind of like ap classes i yeah. was imagining Mm-hmm. To f- hopefully be awarded a full scholarship so she can study to be an optometrist, which I thought was really interesting because she d- goes into detail about how, why she wants to go mm-hmm. be a doctor for eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, we'll go into that. Um, Eleanor attends college in Washington, D.C. Howard University. How? Yeah, thank you. I can remember <laughs> it. Um She works two jobs to pay her tuition and wants to become a librarian, a library, librarian, archivist. Mm -hmm. Wow. Librarian, archivist. Ruby meets Shimmy, a nice white Jewish boy who turns into a forbidden romance. While working at the library, Eleanor meets William, a handsome, light skinned black man who studies, who's studying to become a doctor. He comes from Old Money old money <laughs> um, well, like, and that's that's saying something which is it's, saying something because william in himself is also a man of color he's very fair-skinned though
1: mm-hmm.
0: so to say that he's coming from old money like i get it he is technically his family's rich but instead, and it's a family of doctors too right. he's like it, a third generation doctor or something like that but also considering what that means to have old money it's not it's really, really not old, old money but yeah yeah um yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> they fall in love in that fairy tale Cinderella kind of way. Both girls find themselves pregnant. Ruby dreams to become a doctor. Oh, Ruby's dream to become a doctor is slipping through her fingers after she um after each failed attempt to get rid of her egg. Mhm. Um William does Right by Eleanor and marries her. Unfortunately, she loses her baby. What do you think, Stephanie? Should we introduce the characters? <laughs> Please do. All right. God, I'm like hung up on these hot They're so good. All right. So we got the two characters we've already said. We have Eleanor, which I dubbed the next Evelyn O'Connell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ruby. My sweet summer child. Mm. <laughs> if anything happens to her, I will kill everyone in this room and then myself. That's not fair to me. <laughs> I know, she's us. <laughs> I'm the one that helped make the soup. <laughs> <laughs> Aunt Mary, um, is um, which was she's like one of my favorite characters. She is. She, yeah. she's literally the parental figure, mm-hmm. the mother figure for, for Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. Uh, and then we have Shimmy, sweet Jewish boy, who tries his tries his best, but misses the mark, uh, except in bed. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still surprised the health you. <laughs> and then we have William, aka Rich Mama's boy, mm-hmm. um, was- Dr. Mr. Shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, I was going to say, I was like, going back to Aunt Mary. Yeah. I said, she's, uh like, I th- the book hints that she might be in the LGBTQ. I assume. Yeah, that's my assumption. That. It wasn't spelled out like that, but he got some pretty heavy hints. But, it, but I think that's a good way, because 1950s, you wouldn't want it to be out. No, you wouldn't want to be out, because you would die. They would no. fucking witch hunt you character. Yeah. she was a woman. She was a woman of color, and then if she was part of LGBTQ, that's like that's just the two strikes. That's like three strikes, are out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, I kind of like that. Arvya wasn't the focus of her character, uh-huh. but it was important to show her character. It was nice to see it. It was, but I also to, uh, to acknowledge her struggles mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, of like there, the club <coughs> shutting down for a little bit because someone snitched or whatever mm-hmm. and they had to lay low mm-hmm. and make ends meet doing uh cleaning jobs during the summer mm-hmm. so that was just crazy and we got miss rose which is william's mother aka the mother-in-law you never want <laughs> you know that one <laughs> The one that's like, hey, we're gonna be a threesome now. You, me, my son. You and me, <laughs> right? You know, there's a show like that, right? Oh God, not not oh, like not the threesome. Oh, okay. but like, it's called Mama's Boy, mm. and it's literally like, or like Mama's Something Like Kid. Yeah, and it's like about crazy fucking mothers, and these girls. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Mama's in the room. She goes, now, honey, when you're trying to make up my grandchild, it's three pumps. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> i can't (laughs) and we got greta we don't fucking like greta yeah she's a fucking petty bitch (laughs) whose only accomplishment in life will be to run up her daddy's credit card (laughs) Mm -hmm. she's the i think the Iron. she's um eleanor's nemesis throughout the book she is i do think it's ironic that she's telling Eleanor throughout, like, will never be one of us. Never da, be da, one da. of us, it's and she like, marries and William. Then, well, I think, dude, she almost makes it sound like people have their claws on William. Mm-hmm. Kind of situation, like we own him; you can't have him. Kind because of, she, Greta, and William were planned to be married, right? Well, not planned, but you know, his mom had an eye on her to be like, oh, that's gonna be his wife someday. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny that she was so busy harassing Eleanor that even, like, a year and a half into them being married, she was still single. Yeah. That was kind of funny. I was like, oh, you're still single? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, she had her heart. So she's like, I'm getting William. I just want William. Um, I'm just like, we're having a family. (laughs) (laughs) And then William's like, yeah, no, I see her like a cousin. (laughs) He has a sister. Mm -hmm. I was gonna say, you mentioned Ruby, right? Mm -hmm. Forbidden romance. Yeah. So... She's young. She's like, what, 14, 15? 15. 15, yeah. And she herself is a child of a young mother. Her mother had her at 15. Yeah. Um. So you can kind of see the um, perpetuate, like, what do you call it? The familiar, like, the, not the curse, but like a pattern within a the pattern, pattern of doing yeah. that. An unfortunate pattern, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the boy that's sh- the forbidden part is because he's white, mm-hmm. specifically Jewish, which. To me, I know Michelle and I were talking about this earlier. It's an important fact to say. How the hell are you Jewish? Okay, because let's say he, his name is Shimmy, or specifically Simon, and they call him Shimmy. Yes. And he loves him so Ruby. He, adores, he her. adores her. His mother is a piece of crap, though. And that's where I was telling Michelle, I'm like, I don't understand how you can be Jewish and know how that It's all about classism. About classism. It's about money. money. It's about... So you're at the bottom of the totem pole because you're Jewish in this time period, you know? So who else are you going to pick on to make yourself feel better? Exactly. Which... Which sucks. Yeah. I was just like, maybe not not do that. Right. (laughs) And it sucks that it happened. And it's still happening. Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting. I literally made me uh, several times, made me, like... I was like, this book continuously, like, anything in society, is dealt with so many contradictions. Yeah. So many things where I'm like, okay, but this is okay. Right? <laughs> or, like, I was telling Michelle earlier, because we were discussing it, like, how... How even... You know, the pre-discussion and, before the podcast where we discuss it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but I was like... I was like, I find it interesting that these girls you know, back in the day, it's not the first time I've heard about it, are sent away, when they, especially teen moms, are sent away to a specific home right. for so many months to have the child and they just come back. And and this isn't... The girls' stories are sent to a specific home, which they call the gingerbread house, is a nickname. name. Yeah. And the part that I find interesting is that you have these nuns here. You would think being a woman of God would mean... That you would have some compassion. Right. Um, you think that, but then you I'm hear about Catholic. the church. Right. Then you, yeah. <laughs> you hear <laughs> about the church and all the terrible stuff they've done throughout history. Yeah. You're like, well, yeah. Yeah. And I say specifically Catholic because these are, these are Catholic. Ones, right? right. Yeah. Um, but I just thought how uncompassionate they are. They're not compassionate at all all like if anything oh. the part that i just think and is, they're pregnant and they're pregnant they have these girls scrubbing floors wiping down kneel like 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 they're prisoners like right they're war, like, like oh my god i had this one note where i was like is this a home for girls or a military operation like mm-hmm. like bunker like what the hell yeah to do the laundry take the trash I'll wipe the floor scrub the floor. right and i'm just seeing like okay i get doing tours and stuff because you're like they're free but like really why do you have to make it so back back breaking right it's a punishment mm-hmm. because you you fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah, you tempt you were tempted oh into the, All the nuns into just... having sex. But the right thing is, I'm like, they're not treats. They didn't do this by the fuck themselves. Yeah. Like they didn't do this by themselves. And then, yeah. and the men are just like scot-free. Yeah. That's the thing that like even I bring up in my notes mm-hmm. where I say for the longest time, but even like without being an adult, it always irritated me how easily society gives men the choice and i say the choice the easy because, way out the easy way out because people say well women can leave no they can't they first still have to grow the child and then put it up for adoption or whatever the choice is going mm-hmm. to be right right and which is why people get upset when they, with women well for all the other things with abortion but i feel like that that is one of women's options where they don't have to go through that right because i will stay, i do not have kids right now but i have i know people who have kids and People take pregnancy for granted. Mm-hmm. It is a huge deal that your body makes such a change like that. Yeah. And people take it so lightly. Right. Yeah. And so when people are like, well, women can just, you know, women have an easy choice. And it's not an easy choice. They don't get to walk away from that. Right. They have to either be forced to grow the child and then adopt it, which in its own emotional, spiritual, and physical way is a fucking lot. Yeah. we going back to the guys in this book, or even in today's society, they could either step up, like the guys in the books here, like Shimmy and William wanted to do, and yeah. they said well, back in the day, and you stepping up mean we married you. Right. At least today and nowadays, it's a guy standing by you. Not it, Society doesn't necessarily shun you anymore if you're mm-hmm. not married and you're getting it, but they will say, "Are you specifically are, is this father there for the child? Right, yeah. Where the girls Brian in the homes at least. right? The girls in the homes have these boyfriends that just drop them like a bag of yeah. rocks and i'm like this man or this woman or not the woman this man like he just he just can start his he can start his life somewhere else he can literally be like oh right, well, i'm getting a new girlfriend yeah so there was a girl in there that ble- Ugh, her, my heart broke for her she, the one that wrote to him wrote to her boyfriend that one, but the one that really broke my heart Besides uh, it right, yeah. was the girl who was there for the second time because oh. the house that she cleaned for the husband who was what twenty seven years like something like that because it's a real story. Yeah, it's based off a real it's person. A, yeah, it's based. I was, she was raped mm-hmm. sexually, her sexually not once but twice, twice by that same man, mm-hmm. and he put her there. And then the wife, because of of course, because a sense of jealousy and all the shit. Had the nerve to be jealous, upset, and was calling her a skank and all these things. Right. Why is it her fault? Like, well, because that because it's 1950s. What is she gonna do? Get mad at her husband? Right. Yeah, that's true. He has all the money. He has all he has the power. He has all the power. So of mm-hmm. course, what you're gonna do is get mad at the person who can't control. Who can't it. control it. Yeah. Because she's literally working there, and she the girl admits she's like, this is my second child. I named this one. And you're like, wait, but and you're thinking, oh, a different encounter. She's like, no, same, same person. Man. I really hope she didn't go back to that same house, but I know money, mm-hmm. but like, just maybe find another job somewhere. I don't know. Go go live with your How? aunt. Because I think it was a woman of color. I know. How? I, I don't know. We <laughs> hmm. yeah, the other girl that was with them who wrote to this boy and he never wrote back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And they like literally ripped her child from her, her yeah. arms. Yeah. That child was supposed to go to William, right? William and... Yeah, because it was a boy. It was a boy. But then there was like, oh, it has like a lazy eye or something. I was like, hey. this is a birth defect. Yeah. I was like, really? All right. Mm-hmm. So they're going to take it and put it in a home. And she was like really upset because he's not going to make it. Speaking about, I was like, mm. about that, I thought it was ironic. I mean, I'm not surprised, but the nun lied. Right. I'm like, aren't you a nun? Right. <laughs> She's telling you to say, you gotta be honest and like, blah, blah, blah. You have a boy. Eat. You have a boy. Here's a healthy girl. Yeah. I mean, like, just tell me this straight. Did the child, the first child, live or not? You're replacing this child with someone else's. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That would just make too much sense. But all what? these nuns are super like, <laughs> you're having none, none right. of it. I was like, you guys need to like fucking chill. Get it? Um... None of it. <laughs> I was like chill, and I'm like, I made fun (laughs) The light bulb just like flickered (laughs) on. I was like, but like, we're getting a little out of ourselves because I thought it was interesting because Michelle, you brought, I asked you what you thought, and you almost finished the book. You said, yeah. I don't know if I wanted to talk about this or not, though. Hmm? I don't know if I wanted to talk about this or not. Um. So, I mean, I could, I'll tell you. Um. So, Mikey and I are trying to have a kid. And it's not going well so far. So this book really hit hard for me because <laughs> she was going through miscarriage after miscarriage. And I was like, I haven't, there's no miscarriages, but like to conceive is, yeah. I'm like, it's so fucking hard. People just think it's so easy. Yeah. Well, I think it also is like, in comparison, if you're going to compare yourself to the characters, mm-hmm. they were like 18, 19, 20. They were. It was yeah. 1950s too. Yeah. Yeah but you are they not... were so young like even eleanor she was 19 yeah got married really young too yeah I yeah i mean i that was happening to her i was like holy fuck so it kind of aligned a little mm-hmm. bit i mean in my way it hasn't happened to me but like in ways where you had the story of ruby where i guess the author brought up like her her reasoning for writing this book was because she wanted she was wondering about what happened to black women or colored girls who weren't assorted to if they didn't have the money to go to a home and have the pregnancy, what were well, the like, what happened if they did go? Yeah, then like go. Who would want these babies? And she right. researched that. I thought that was really interesting too. Right. But yeah. I also like the fact that she brought up if they did not have the money and they were not white, mm-hmm. what were their options? It was slim to none. Yeah. And the only options that they heard was either you just you just suckered it up and you raised a child, or you, you went down south somewhere with, su- yeah, with family. or whatever. And I have a family member that's their story. Mm-hmm. Their story is that they're, I'll say my grandmother specifically. So it's, it's, but like, she unwed, had a child, left them with her parents, and then moved up south, like to try to get money. Moved to another state, start a whole new family. Oh wow! Yeah. About, I think they were married by then too. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that like, but that first child was left with her family. Yeah, with her family. But yeah. the thing is, is like, it wasn't an act of like neglect. Right. It was like I'm a single mother. Yeah. And then later found out as well that like, I'm I'm a single. Mother. But then like later on. Well, the person was talking to their siblings and they were in like their mid-20s they said don't please don't hold any grudges against her because she had six kids after you and she still struggled financially yeah so if anything her decision to leave that person with their with her parents give her the best yeah. them the best chance yeah. yeah it really gave them the best chance and it really i say it really helped because yeah it really helped in that situation so i can't imagine doing that as a mother and making that decision it's not an easy decision no must not easy but it's also like when you have the, with ruby's story where her, her mom, mom was a young mother and mm-hmm. left her with her mother mm-hmm. excuse me and then she le- was living with her aunt for a period of time and that kind of reminds me of a little bit of the stories of both my parents in, yeah. in ways so while i'm very fortunate very you know in a way to have both my parents raise me um, I can't imagine like the decisions people were making during those times as well. Right. Yeah. Um, but I was just like, dang, like, and how that trickles down, right? As well, and like the simple, simple urge. Of, ugh, I hated, I hated that Shimmy's mother used that against her in order right. to get what she wanted. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish he would defy his mom and just gone after her. He was. I know he was there, but like, I wish he was. I don't know. Afterwards, I after I don't know. I think Shimmy, while he, like you said, talking earlier, is optimistic as he was. He's young, dumb, and naive. Yeah, very. Very naive. Cause he's in his little bubble. Yeah. Um, his world. And then he goes off to college for a little bit and comes back and he's like, I've seen the world. And you're lady. like, I don't know. I've, I've talked to people and I know what you're going through and I'm <laughs> like, yeah, you probably know a little bit more now, but it's not exactly everything. You, 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 you can't, can't possibly know. Right. And the thing is, is that before you didn't have a window. Now you have a window to look through and see it. But it still doesn't mean you understand it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And that in itself because he wanted to marry but- Ruby. That in itself would have been its own struggle. Yeah, it would have been a really huge struggle. But kudos to him to actually want to learn. To actually want to um I don't know, be more optimistic in the world, you know? To learn about everyone else's cultures instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't, And the thing is, is, like he wasn't learning about different cultures. He literally was learning about racism. I know. <laughs> well, if you well, think about American culture... <laughs> yeah, yeah. you go to college and see the protests and right. there. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to note that I wrote in my notes too because some things like I could see certain patterns based off the first book of the Yellow Life. Mm-hmm. and I was doing a little research online. And I came across a little snippet from a site I found called the Washington Independent. That said, in many ways, Eve is a spiritual sequel to Life, underlying the racism, classes, and gaping opportunity gaps that spilled from slavery and reaches, like a vast, uh, leaked like a vast oil slick across centuries contaminating all this path. I believe that's a great analogy for what how this book shows the difference between Yellow Wife and the nineteen fifties, where while you don't have enslavement, hmm you still it, the ugliness of racism right. still drips into the next decade. Yeah. Next it's still affecting people. And even to this day you can see it in two thousand twenty three. Right. You can still see that leak and the thing that's annoying is people look at it and they go, it's not that bad. You're like, no, this is not supposed to be here. That's why. Yeah. What do you mean it's not that bad? It's still bad. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I just... And because of that, because I'm just so surprised at, like how separated and segregated America was to the point that it literally created two different cultures mm-hmm. and two different worlds. And Shimmy, I love him, but he kind of got on my nerves during the book. Like, yeah. he's so optimistic that he's unrealistic. Mm. Simply became, um, because he triggered me. Like, yeah, it's not his fault that this is such, he's so naive it to blatant racism.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But, man, how many times are you going to excuse you, uh, how many times are you going to look Ruby in her face and in so many words tell her she's overreacting? Yeah. Like, Right, like how do you tell a person who's a victim of racism that she's being overly cautious? Yeah, is it over? Because he doesn't see it in his own life. Right, he's in his own, like I said, little bubble. Pop it. And she, she, yeah, yeah. He just could never go through with it because he's not. And she still talks about, yeah, a woman of color. Yeah. Sorry, we got toasted sesame seeds for the soup. Oh, it's so good. But i want to bring it back for a second. Mm-hmm. Back to the nuts. Oh, okay. How? How are you making this back breaking work, right? Mm-hmm. And then blaming the girls, right? And and supporting racism. Mm-hmm. Because even even in the book, the show that's it's, it's integrated, so you do have some blacks and white. It's like I should say, I think we I shouldn't even say that. I should yeah. say they allow women or... of color to go to that place. <laughs> yeah, um, but because money exactly, and greed and greed, and you can even see the racism where they go to pray and they're handing out books and they give the white girls each their own pretty their good own book, their yeah. own book, and pretty good condition. Mm-hmm. Down to when they come to the colored women, they have to share a book, and it's torn to bits. Right because they're stuck in a society that allows it to happen. But I just find it hilarious. You're a woman of God. Why? Why are you hating on these children? That's probably like a power move to keep, to feel powerful. Probably because she can't have her own children by choice. I think they're just so sex deprived that they're gonna hate on these girls for doing what they couldn't do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, but the difference is you make that decision. Right? And the fact that you think you're so much better. Much better. And then you're doing, like, this terrible harm to these Yo. young girls. Yeah, they're going to excuse And me. it wasn't just, like, um... Wait, you're going to excuse us for having a little lunch that we kick it. That's so good. <laughs> and it's not even just, like, the chores, okay? There's also, like, the solitary confinement. Yeah! Oh, my God. And, like, the treatment of when they give birth. Mm Mm-hmm. Of how they give birth. You know they pushed Ruby's labor, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a preemie baby, for sure. Because they just tricked her. They're like, yeah, you're going to deliver because the baby... They induced labor on her and then cut her open on her vagina. Without her knowledge. Yeah. And told her to shush when she was screaming in pain. Yeah. The fucking gall the nurse had. To shush her, she's like, "Quiet, that, mm-hmm. ma'am, ma'am." Excuse me, my ma'am vagina, vagina is her being hurts. Cut open, yeah, oh. not just just oh. delivery, but like by the doctor, just so the baby can come out faster. Because you nun, want money, mm-hmm. and for none your, for your drinking problems. <laughs> none of the drinking. <laughs> Um, and they separate the girls, so then they don't know what childbirth is like. Yeah, I noticed They have that. no idea what's going to happen when they give birth. None of them. I don't know why they No it. one talks about sex ed. No one tells them to prepare them. Hey, this is what's going to happen. No, you go in blind. I was like, what the fuck? That kind of feels like today's time where people don't want to teach sex ed in school. Right. And they're like, we only teach abstinence. Look, people here. are like... If we don't teach it, it won't happen. I'm like, Bitch, that's, that's not how it happens. That's not how that it's works. It's the complete opposite, actually. If you teach it, it'll be better, because then you wouldn't have... Because your thought process is, if you teach them, my favorite, I've heard, if you teach them, make them how them to have, have sex, then they'll, they'll go out and have sex. Right. And I'm like, regardless if you teach them or not, they're going to go out it. and have sex. Mm-hmm. The difference of it, though, is that if the nature is that human beings are hardwired, like any other animal, right, you know, to have sex, yeah, to procreate.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like if you don't want to have kids early, let me let me teach you of the dangers of having sex, like the you know the diseases that are disease. out there um, and the consequences. The consequences you could possibly die from you this. Childbirth. This is a very old disease yeah, that can curable, come back, right? So chlam- chlam- chlamydia is old disease, curable, mm-hmm. but there's worse things out there. Yeah. Especially for, you know, women that to be tested when it comes to se- uh, sexually transmitted infections S-T-Z's, or diseases. Yeah. Yeah. Like for women, it can show up as something completely different. So we got to be on top of that shit. But it's important to teach the knowledge because it's like, if okay, if somebody makes the personal decision to go out and have sex, at least they know the tools to use to protect themselves. Right. Versus like people who've only had abstinence teaching mm-hmm. that fails. Like, it There's fails 100% a, of the time. It fails. It, it fails because it's like, it doesn't tell you anything else. No. It just tells you if, if you don't, but it's true. Yeah. They're saying if you don't have sex, you're not you going to get, not gonna get pregnant. pregnant. That is a true statement. Yeah. That is a true tested statement. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it also takes two to have sex. It does. People seem to forget that. Yeah. People seem to forget that. Speaking about people who forgot, the thing is, <laughs> what are we talking about Shimmy! <laughs> That's the shit that pissed me off. Yeah. Because. Speaking of people forgetting, mm-hmm. Ruby comes she tells him, mm-hmm. I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. And the first thing he says, how can you do this? How could you right. let this happen? And I love the fact that she's like, when you not there? Were you not there? <laughs> <laughs> <She's> not there. <laughs> like oh, I, I like, got your sweat on me. <laughs> <laughs> right? But here's the other thing, too. It's like, trust me, if women could control ovulation like that, we fucking would. Right. And we wouldn't really have, like, I don't think we would have any care, like problems with getting pregnant, because we would have a better indication of when we're ovulating, right? <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? Like, it's time. <laughs> it's just time. Let <laughs> me, <mean>, this is a line, key music start yeah. up. It's a circle of life. My room is ready. <laughs> exactly. Everybody comes and dance and does a ceremony, (laughs) (laughs)
1: but
0: like yes, but it's not like I I love the fact like guys out there, Mm -hmm. please know. Hold on, we come. What's the broadcasting? We bring you this news from lunch break podcast about women's menstrual cycles. (laughs) The most important thing. That you, well, not most of The first thing you should realize and acknowledge is women have no fucking control over that. It's not like <laughs> we, we have no control oh, over that. They get so surprised. Oh, you're on your period? Well, how could you do that? they <laughs> like, it ruined their plans. Right? Maybe. I am just going to wear cute white shorts. and ruined yeah. my plans. It Ruin my just, plans. If you're surprised, imagine how I feel. <laughs> and, it's, and it's happening to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so it's just like oh my god it just annoys me that like it's the quick just like dismissal of like taking off the jacket of responsibility and just handing it over to the woman and be like how could you get pregnant right well see what happened is sperm egg your sperm my egg right my egg was in the same place yours you you had to come to me yeah your soldiers were not staying i had to come to you literally (laughs) They had to come to you. Yeah, Spe- and then like that's the case. Right. My egg was staying in this main place. It was good. It was your soldier, so that didn't stay in their lane and came into my house <laughs> <laughs> and went through my shit. And you, you could tell me my shit. <laughs> tell me how could you do this? You're right, bitch. <laughs> 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 like. How could you do this? It's like, Shimi's like Pikachu face. <gasps> You're pregnant. <laughs> but that's the other thing. It's, why is it that you always hear like stories that guys are always surprised when women are pregnant? They're like, I'm pregnant. They're like, like how? Yeah. What? Uh, uh. The um, only person who wasn't surprised was uh for Eleanor and William. William was not surprised. I was surprised. You're right. Like she told him, he was like, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, you planned this motherfucker. Well, here's the thing is William's speaking about Because they did the pull-out method. They did? Yeah. I don't remember. They went went on, like, this little vacation during spring break or or summer break or something. Mm -hmm. And then they did the deed and they're like, oh, we ran out of condoms. I'll just pull out. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, dude, you probably didn't pull out. (laughs) Probably didn't pull out. That is not a good, I don't know. I'm sorry, but I don't trust no dude. I'll just pull out. No. No. I don't trust your game. Mm -hmm. You're not going to pull out. Like, ugh. I don't trust you with that because and the thing is too is is speaking about William. So Eleanor, mm-hmm. right? Let's let's hop in that thing. Eleanor, with William, suffers two pre- suffers two miscarriages with him with him, and I say with him because you later find out with the second miscarriage, which absolutely broke my the heart. first one. The first one was when she was in high school, right? And he. Here's the thing too, is I admit, is he said when they first time had sex, have you done this before? And she, by like lack of a, like not telling him, essentially
1: mm-hmm.
0: never said she wasn't a virgin. Yeah, he just kind of assumed, and because she kind of phrased it that way, right. he made that assumption. Yeah. But my thing she used to is be like <laughs> a little sneaky, I was like right. <laughs> but here's the thing, maybe I don't know why. Maybe I'm just I don't want to sound insensitive. But I just don't understand why he was so fucking upset. I can be like, I understand in that moment, he was upset about you know, the pregnancy. He was, was a virgin. Like, it, I think it's so weird though. Like, he's like, I'm like, are you upset about the fact that she didn't tell you she had a miscarriage before you? Or are you upset that she had sex <laughs> before, before you? Right. Like, what are you upset about? I don't know. And and uh, did we? he never said anything about that. He didn't. But my, no. that's my other thing. I would love to know somebody's perspective about why guys... And I'm not all men, obviously. Right. Yeah. But why guys are like, some people are just so. I'll say guys because I've I don't hung really up on being a virgin, like the girl, the girl being a virgin, right. like you being there first. Yeah. Not all men, obviously. Mm-hmm. But for me, my experience, I've only heard guys talk about that, mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking, like, what's the big deal? Like, why do you want to? But you, it's okay for you to go the fuck around. Exactly. Exactly. Like why? And I hate this whole red pill shit we hear on podcasts. Like, guys are like, oh, well, I'm the key. Like, if she does just sleep up, like, body counts and shit. Yeah. And I'm like, why does that matter? But the thing that should matter, if you're a one-night stand, it's none of your business how many people i slept with. You're another notch in my belt if that's what you want to be. Cool. Yeah. We both agree this is gonna be a one-night stand. We yeah. both agree this is gonna be friends and benefits. Mm-hmm. But my thing is, is like, if we get in a relationship, and I'm speaking monogamous-wise, Yeah. if I say... You and I are together. Why does it matter what I did three years ago with somebody else when I didn't know you? Yeah. Like I so, don't see why it matters. Exactly. Yeah. So I just was like looking at William. I'm like, okay, Stephanie. Just because he has money doesn't mean he's smart. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't smart, like, just he, he went to school. He, mean, was, he, he was. He was smart. Okay, he was smart. He was. He's a doctor. That don't mean shit. <laughs> He's a very smart man. He didn't even want to be a doctor, Michelle. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's> true. <laughs> but he felt like he had to be because his it's father, just, yeah. his father's father was a doctor and his mom's father was a doctor or whatever. Yeah. So it's like doctor in the family. You gotta yeah, keep it. He's away. like, oh. my son will be a doctor. Joke's on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't have kids. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, but like, I just felt kind of weird with like his reaction to that because i was like why are you so hot like upset about it? and then you yeah. realize he used that shit because he apologized because his mom was meddling yeah he used that as an excuse he's like i guess i was really upset because you didn't tell me mm-hmm. about your first so i guess i just used that as an excuse to not to like kind of work with my mother about the adoption yeah and i was like that is the weakest shit weak yeah like, oh, you didn't tell me you were you were not a virgin. So now I'm going to scheme about this adoption plan. Right. And set you we're up. We're going to set you up and make you think it was your idea. Like, hey, maybe just become an adult and talk with your wife. No, that's not a good thing. <laughs> it's not good No, we need to have the third wheel mother-in-law come in here in our relationship. <laughs> yes, that's the perfect answer. I can't. Say He's such a fucking mama's boy. I can't even. Oh my I saw him So glad you said that. <laughs> He's like sucking in her tit. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> mama's milk. <laughs> but, oh, you know, I just like. Oh, uh, I got so hung up on that because I was like, really, William? Really? The other thing I thought was interesting is they kind of touched on. Ruby's odd because is she part of the LGBTQ community so I was figuring out I was like wondering is she like um is gender it, fluid or or queer or trans I couldn't pin it down right but something like that along the lines which yeah. is really cool or yeah because I like when she was looking, what was it called Kiki's Bar or something yeah and I like the fact that she was um and then went out to stockings, and then to get like tight. She dressed up, and and Ruby looks at her. And she's just like, oh, she goes, "This is my costume." And, and my I costume. like the phrase as it. a costume. It was her dress and heels. Yeah, and she's faking. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, now, like, I-, I loved um Aunt huh. Marie. Yeah, she was one of my favorite characters in the book. Yeah, she's like, I gotta. Trick these white people! Mm-hmm. Oh, what was it? And then that dumb lady, that dumb white woman in the book, who decided to have the child bump into her, and then she called her the N word, right? And then the aunt was like, "I, forget, I forgot what the comeback was." But I was like, "Yeah, Marie, <laughs> coming in with the comeback, right?" Mm-hmm. Oh my god, she's a real one. Yeah, I couldn't believe William went running to his mom after her third miscarriage, leaving her in the hospital alone yeah! to deal with it. And then <clears throat> going straight to his mom and crying about it. Yeah. Grow up. Yes. <laughs> and then like plotting behind her back because she just got connections to this um adoption agency. adoption agency, not agency, but it wasn't really adoption agency. It was, it was, like, it was very shady as fuck.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Wait. Right. just because nuns are collecting babies doesn't make it right. (laughs) I think the person who pissed me off, like, there's people who continuously piss me off about the book, but the person who really upset me was Ruby's mother. Yeah. Yeah, she was a young mom. Yeah. But, like, she blamed Ruby for her life, Mm -hmm. or lack of life, almost, not lack of life, you not dead, but like, <laughs> but like the opportunities that have been missed, right? And I'm like, that's so unfair. That's so unfair to put on a child, exactly, just because a man left you, yeah, and didn't want to have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. And then when her boyfriend, the pedophile, decided <laughs> to kiss Ruby, I was a little annoyed with Ruby, oh but God. I think she's, I know she's dumb. Yeah, but that's why I was like, why would you fucking do that? Where I was she, like, don't do this. If no. she needed the the bus money fare, and he's like, oh, give it to four kids. And then proceeded to French kiss her. And like, grab rope her. Yeah, on her breast. And yeah. her mom came in and he's like, I didn't do it. She tricked me into, into doing it. I'm like, what What do you mean? A 15-year-old girl is going to trick you into right, doing and something. The, and then the mother didn't even believe her own child. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I couldn't believe she didn't believe her own child. Yeah. Well, She's like, you fast ass. I'm like, way to project. Right? Yeah. And kicks her out and she has to go live with her aunt which is probably best because her aunt actually l- loves her yeah and cares for her well-being yeah i was like why do you feel like you owe this woman anything because she would like constantly talk about like wanting to go to school and like then i don't know give back to her mom Well, I think it's so normal to want to have that relationship with each other. It is. And that you'll look for it in any form. Mm -hmm. But I agree. Yeah. And it's crazy to think about that. Ruby has a child that's like the same age as her mom. Mom's child. Because her mom got pregnant around the same time as her. Yeah. So it's like they would grow up as sisters if they weren't going to live together. Yeah. If that happens, Right. But it didn't... And then you see her actually caring for this child. And I'm like, Yeah, I get it. Like she's older now, she can take care of this child. A different mindset. It's but a different mindset. You're still a crap mother. But like I was like wondering, I'm like, how long is it gonna take for her to drop this child too? <laughs> <laughs> Cause like I'm like, you don't have the best track record. Even if you were young, I'm like, still. Yeah. Maybe stop being petty. I don't know. I don't know. You can go down a dark tunnel. Yeah. But it wasn't Acknowledge that because I can see where the mom built up the resentment. Not to say that it makes sense, right? But I can see it. And it's so hard to turn around and say, well, why do you even carry shit? What child wouldn't want a relationship with their mother? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's very natural. It's very normal and very natural thing. Yeah. So I think it's the opposite. When you don't have that and you see you can have that, Mm -hmm. sorry, guys, this meal's busting. You know the wildest thing I learned about reading this book, mm. the uh, the Hob Hobbin Hob test. Okay, it sounds. From, what is where that? they take her pee <gasps> and they yeah! inject it into frogs to see if she's pregnant. I was like, what the fuck this is wild? So I looked it up and it's real. Is this, she- what? this shit happened for like a twenty years, 20 30 years. Where they actually did this oh, to frogs, do. yeah, to see if you're pregnant. And it worked. It worked 100% of the time. Well, not 100%, from, like 99% of the time, it worked. No fails. I wonder what The only not- fail was a human error, they said, mm-hmm. where they didn't read it right or whatever. But, like, it worked. And I was like, what the fuck? I think is it is about me? the fr- Is it a specific frog? Mm, it was, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. Okay, strange question. It's, it's fucking wild. Strange Look it question. Up. Strange, strange question. How the hell did they figure it out the first time that that worked? Like, who is there? What, I what think we, it happened in South Africa, if I'm correct for my memory. The guy was experimenting either with, uh, probably something with like male fertility or something like that. Some bullshit like or something sex and then like happened upon it with the with women's pee and like pregnant 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 women's pee yeah because it wasn't to see it on the frog frog so no so like no it wasn't like that it was like the frog would start ovulating oh that that one yeah and they wouldn't have their own froggy eggs it wouldn't be human hybrid like stuff like that no, I, that's what I meant. It was ovulation. Yeah. It was Damn! Just, it was that just sounds like the, the iceberg like reaction. <laughs> it was just like a reaction to make the frog start ovulating and then it, so it turn out you're pregnant. So if women's... A pregnant woman's pee would be injected to a female frog. Yeah. And then the way you would tell she's pregnant is if that female frog started ovulating. Mm-hmm. That was a sign that the human attached to the pee right. was, pregnant. was pregnant. Yeah. I'm just thinking like... Part of me was like, somebody was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck pregnancy test. I got this frog. <laughs> well, there was no pregnancy test back then. True. That was it. I wonder if they found a DNA or something like in the frog that can test like the human, like women's urine. That's probably what happened. It's I, probably I, spurred I, another thing for the test. I wonder if they took a bit of that and they're like, what if we put this in a pregnancy, like a form that we yeah. have now? Right, Yeah. For bread, and that's what he's like. And it's on like a piece of paper and it's real sensitive. It's not you being well. Now, I think they could just test the hormone levels with your own key, wouldn't have to put it with the frog DNA or anything, true. But that's not as accurate. (laughs) We need the frog, we need the frog. frog. (laughs) Imagine you go to pet stores, you're (laughs) like, I need the frog. (laughs) I think it is a specific frog, but yeah, the
1: poor (laughs) frog. You know,
0: I just imagine it like you know, piss on me if somebody's like, we gotta test that so-and-so is pregnant. I need to inject your blood with her urine. <laughs> like, right? We're like, uh. I love learning little history bits about that kind of stuff. It's so weird and crazy. Right? <sighs> Michelle, eat your hot fries. I think you really liked the soup. I did. <laughs> it was so good. But, oh, So insane. Totally different from what we're talking about right now. But in San Diego, we're having a heat wave right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like in the 90s, right? Which is considered a heat wave for us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we were supposed to start earlier, but I got off of work today at four. And I'm supposed to pick up Michelle at six. But by the time I got, I picked up a couple of items and got home at 530, I came into my apartment and was... 91 degrees inside the apartment inside the apartment yeah and i checked michelle i said we don't have to start late because <laughs> my apartment hasn't cooled down yet <laughs> i was like that's fine that's fine <laughs> and so now it's 83 like it's bringing down mm-hmm. so this whole time you hear in the background is my air conditioning yeah and i have necessity. a necessity 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 <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I, I live in an area that's more inland that's the boxed in heat. It's, yeah, it's like the, the frying pan. It is. But yeah. I have a pool. Yeah, you got a nice pool. Yeah. They opened it up Oh, nice. That's so good. now, I know last time before Michelle ha- and I have made a podcast, drank and then go swimming. <laughs> And then go swimming. And we're like, this is nice. This is so <laughs> nice. So we should do this all the time.
1: Oh, my God.
0: But... To, it's a totally different tangent but going back to the book as <laughs> well <laughs> back to the book <laughs> um i just i think i was more prepared emotionally for this book compared to yellow wife yeah yellow wife i went in i was thinking like all right we're gonna have a few bad shit stuff happen to us and then we're gonna have she's gonna overcome we will overcome and then um the ending i was giving wasn't bad it was very realistic for the times just like this book was as well but I was hoping like yeah you come out swinging like everything's great and the reality of it is with with the yellow wife the story ended with a sad but very but it was just like how do you explain it it's it's like a very like kind of bleak happiness almost Cause it, sorry if you guys haven't read Yellow Wife, go out and read it. And I'm gonna spoil the ending for you guys. Yeah. But like, with the Yellow Wife, she never escapes. Like my thing was that she's she escapes in being enslaved, and you know. It's just like a different type of slavery. Um, she ends up staying enslaved, yeah. birthing five of his kids. Yeah, but the sacrifices that she made, the trauma that she went, was to try to better her children. Mm-hmm. And so, in in one way, you're like, wow. For me, at least, I was like, this is not the ending I wanted. Mm-hmm. But it sounds very, it's very, very realistic ending. Yeah, and I feel I saw the same thing with this book. So going in, I already knew that. I had no idea. I didn't even read what it was about. (laughs) Really? Yeah. I just know. I'm like, oh, that author? Yeah, fuck it. We're reading it. (laughs) Yeah, it was a good book. Yeah. I just, again, it had a very realistic ending. Mm -hmm. And it, like, I was talking to Michelle about it, like, I would have loved if Ruby and, and Shimmy got together. Yeah. But even you reminded me. You're like that would have been its own separate struggle in 1950, whatever. Yeah. And then I. But would, I would have loved it too. Right. I would have loved it. And it if worked out. If this book could have been like another hundred page, I don't know, more pages longer, like a like an Another book yeah. within the book. Yeah. Like, if, you can <laughs> like add if more, more to it. Like, that's what it would need for their relationship. Yeah. You need a whole new book for just them. Yeah. And I just think, I just think... Because, like, imagine like, them it, going to college together.
1: Yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah.
0: But the, the thing is, the reality of the ending of the book was still just as beautiful and yeah. romantic because... I'm glad it had a, it a happy ending. It was a happy ending. Technically it was. Yeah, and I'm actually really glad, because I was like, I don't know if I could, like, handle it, if it was just not I, for the happy. longest time, for a good chunk of time during the book, thought William was cheating. Yeah, yeah, you said that. And I was like, I didn't think that. would have broken my fucking heart. Right? It would have shattered it, because my thing is, here's this woman, who's from the other side of the tracks, not horrible, but, like, you know, compared to his family, who's a woman trying to get an education in Howard University. Yeah. And this man who just loves her just adores her Mm -hmm. simply and while they're writing the trials and tribulations of like colorism within the black community i was just thinking like the pressures of society and you know i thought he was going to succumb to that yeah and i was like every time he went out to an event or was staying wait for residency for work, mm-hmm. or I was like, oh you are just waiting for it. I'm like, just gonna waiting happen. for it. Like, he's gonna We're not gonna her. have this happy couple. Yeah, I thought he's... he was gonna leave her wayside. Yeah. I really especially when she was pregnant too. Mm-hmm. Um, only to be flipped around when he thought she was cheating on him. And I was like, right? Well, and then that's when I thought he was cheating because he had cheater's guilt. That's yeah, what I, that, thought. That's I thought. That's he, he had to... cheaters' guilt. I was like, ah! That's a weird phenomenon where it's like if the cheater is sneaking around cheating. And then he blames it on, protecting bl- it on your yeah, partner. On his partner. And I'm like, so you're upset
1: mm-hmm.
0: if your partner is cheating on you while you are one cheating. Yeah. Why? That's so selfish. It's, yeah, it's backwards. But he didn't. It wasn't. Yeah. It just, as Eleanor said, jealousy doesn't look good on you. Yeah. And I don't even know why he was jealous. There was nothing there. It was just an avocado. <laughs> an avocado! Oh, thanks! thanks. <laughs> and he would never listen to her when um, she would go to these society things with him and deal with his mom and deal with Breta, the snobby bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, and they was would the like, talk down to her and stuff. Yeah, and they would just talk down to her. Um, he was like, she in that way. Yeah. He was just like, what are you talking about, babe? And she's like, everybody hates me. Like, like, they we said, love you. He was such a mama's boy, and he didn't see... He was just so, like, he had a little blinders on the whole time saying, my mom could do no wrong. What do you mean? I think he just refused that, just because he didn't have to experience it. Right. Yeah. So then when she finally left... And snapped. Our, <laughs> he Pikachu was like, he was like, Pikachu, why did she go? And of course, his mom had to come and like clean up his mess and like mm-hmm. fucking like talk to her and be like come back to my boy but that's because you. the mom started that shit yeah she should be the one talking. she right. should be yeah and i'm glad she did and that, oh my god i had like the most like crazy thing i was like on the freeway driving <laughs> <laughs> and then she did the whole like drop of like my family's lineage, lineage and i was like holy fuck that's so cool anyway i love it when books connect with each other mm-hmm. so yellow wife and and um and House of Eve are are actually sequels. It's, it's a sequel. Oh, because 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 of her family lineage, lineage dates back to to the um, main character in Yellow Wife. It's her. She's one she's of the daughters. Like, she's one of the great. No, she's like one of the great, she's like a granddaughter or great granddaughter of oh, her daughters. daughters. Oh, yeah, and I was like mind blown I love it when that yeah. shit happens and then you come back and you lean in and you're like yeah and your great great granddaddy was a piece of shit yeah <laughs> right and that's why they're so fair yeah Did you? they're so fair they get past as white they said and like, in the, in the, not William and his mother I think because they still have a little bit of caramel to them. a little bit yeah but the group they hang out with were, she said yeah. oh there's a bunch oh of my white God, people they were like saying racist shit say, like, but that's because they were people of color and and I were. was like, really? I was like, how could you be like saying that kind of shit to? And it's like you're well, well. In this sense, in this sense, they're not. They're. I would say they're being classists mm-hmm. because they're talking about like because they are. Because They refer to them as Negro. That's the other thing I thought was interesting. Yeah, is that they didn't call them people black. The, they color Negro. people of color. They wouldn't. They wouldn't say that. That was they were say say Negroes. Okay. Yeah, and um. They were talking, like, it's because of the Negro is da, da 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 da. Because at one point, they're so fair skinned that Eleanor thought it was just a group of white right? people. Right. And then she really looked at them and, and she was like, like, oh, oh no, you're just really light skinned. Uh-huh. And then they really thought they were real good. Like, they. I just think it's interesting that they're so fair that. <laughs> oh, my funny me. But, like. It's not so funny. It's not. But I thought it was interesting because. Here they are. Like, black. Mm-hmm. Talking that stuff. And you're like, you're not even helping your own people. Right, yeah. So it really just boils down to fascism. Cool. Yeah, but power. Power. Money and power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this book. Yeah. I, like, Yellow Wife. Even with me it's wanting a- to physically put it down and not ever I- pick it up again, I'm glad I finished it. I it was really that good. Account. Yeah, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Even I had to do that. Mm-hmm. I'd say, um, I'd say was like stories, at least with these two books, is it's telling the story of the of the women that it's affecting. Um, I also realized she has a pattern of just writing about women of color, mm-hmm. specifically black women, mm-hmm. but she's she wants. She said she wants to tell their stories and I I, really I think love she does that. a lovely it's way a of doing story, it. Yeah. It's beautiful and the the nuances that have go with it, but it also And it's same well time, researched. Well researched. Yeah. But uh, the thing that makes me sad is while you're telling your stories, it seems like most of their stories as
1: well are very heartbreaking.
0: Yeah. Like you don't have these runaway fairy tale kind of situations. You have these Oh, you're young, and you're gonna have to do these. This is real life. Real shit. life shit at yeah. a really young age. Um, uh, because even in the Yellow Wife, the main character, she was, she was promised to be set, uh, to be set free at the time she was 18 by her father, father oh, right. who's also her master, and yeah. He dies. Yeah, before. Uh huh. And she doesn't get that opportunity. Yeah, I can't even imagine. Because in the book, they describe her, her, like the curling screen mm-hmm. of realizing that she was stuck like that oh yeah i remember that yeah mm-hmm. and that's the part that breaks my heart and i think it's like coming up and realizing with the women there is that ruby comes to realize i have to make a decision in between having this child as she goes throughout the story trying to get an abortion it just does not work out for her this is so funny because like um Ruby's pregnant at sixteen and the universe is like, Nope, you're having this baby. Yeah. <laughs> like literally, like yeah. she tried yeah to get rid of it, but it wasn't happening. Yeah, and they had to do it secretly because abortion back in those days was illegal. Right, yeah. And which is trying to begin again. Right. In certain places it's illegal. Yeah. I think those are the same places we talk about that only teach uh accidents mm-hmm. sex. Isn't that ironic? It's so ironic. It's so ironic. But I just think that was the reality to her, so she was like, either I'm going to keep the child. And the the very realistic and kind of heartbreaking thing is when she turns to her aunt for support. Her aunt is there, by the way, to support her every step of the way. But she turns to her aunt and she's like, well, what should I do? You know, getting that motherly advice. And the motherly advice she gives her was to give the choice back to her, if that makes sense. So like normally you'd be like, oh, here's my advice for this. Where her aunt turned around and said. You're this is woman your woman, their life. Yeah. If you laid down and did this. You make the decision for this. Yeah. Are you, you keeping like, that? Are you getting rid of it? Like, what? Yeah. What and are we also doing? Let her know the reality. She yeah. says, you have goals and ambitions. Yeah. You will not be able to make that those goals with and this child. With this child. And she goes, so also realize that you'll be exactly in the same spot that you are right now if you choose to have this child. L- that your mother was in. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, you'll perpetuate that. So the odd goes and starts looking for ways to get an abortion, like you said, universe said nope. And so that's how she ends up in this situation. But and it was- with Eleanor, it's the complete opposite where she wants. she's literally in a great like financial social position to take care of a child and she can't have one. And she literally can't. She keeps it's just not in the cards. And I do I'll say this. I really do appreciate the fact that the author does talk about um infertility, like mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know. I thought infertility was like you can't have child, but like in general, like the struggle of getting pregnant. Yeah, and miscarriages and how yeah. often it is. Yeah, how regular it is. Yeah. Uh, even today, I don't think women really talk too much about miscarriages. No. Um, which I think needs to be discussion because yeah, a grandeur, not a doctor. I don't. I haven't had kids yet, but I think miscarriages might. We- Be as normal as pregnancy. It's more common than we think. Yeah. Yeah. That's not to say that the effect of it, you should just go around skipping through like daisies if it happens. Right, yeah. But I think it's not something that's. I think the concern is like depending on what it is, but it's it's not this rare thing. It's not rare, yeah. It's not a rare thing. And no one talks about it. It's wild. Yeah. No one talks about it. I think people, I've heard somebody talk about compared miscarriages and abortion because people are like, we will getting an abortion, like especially with these laws now. Like abortion is horrible. You're really you're getting rid of the child, and people say, I think somebody was like, if you look at miscarriages, it says that is your body's natural way of aborting the child. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard stuff saying like the body's like, if something's not right, it's like, right. Yeah. or yeah, because your body. I've also you're going through stress. Stress. I've also heard, too, that sometimes the body doesn't know what it is. And it's a foreign object. Gotta yeah. get rid of it. Yeah. Or your body treats it. Like, they're like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Um, it's That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, your body's made to do it, and then it's, it's, it's like, it, kicking it's like, it out. You're like, no! But it, or yeah. even if it has the wrong blood type, too. Yeah. The body's like, eh. Yeah. So that's nature in some ways, being like, yeah, no, this is not mm-hmm. it. But I think, when you think about it, too, when you talk about, like, the act of, like, getting pregnant, so, you know, the guy ejaculates... And the sperm has to reach the egg, right? Nice. The sperm has to reach the egg. class here. Right? But it's just like the sperm is racing to the egg. Like it's searching for that egg. But while it's searching, you know, the egg, you know, unless you have like identical twins, like you have two sperms that get in. Most of it's just work with one, one egg, one sperm right now. Uh, the rest of his buddies are dying because the woman's womb is literally saying who the fuck is in our house and is killing them along the way like an acid bath (laughs) yeah whatever like who? what is this like what is this foreign object in our business and it's killing the little bros out and then you got the little soldier like like trying to get to the egg Mm -hmm. and that's the egg the sperm that gets to the egg is the one that the body wasn't able to kill yeah (laughs) so Let's just like the, it, the whole way there, this body's, the body's, trying, to body's trying to kill it off. body's trying to kill it all. Yeah. So let's just it's say. crazy. Let's just say if you're having a rough time, sometimes you you could have died <laughs> earlier in life. <laughs> no, because I, I sometimes I think about that where I'm like, man, uh, like, okay, this is how my brain works. My humor is dark, but sometimes I'm like, wow, well, this really sucks. Like something at work. I was struggling personally. I'm like, you know what? I've been through worse. It started from the, the beginning when I was swimming to this egg. All my other siblings died. I'm the one that made it. <laughs> so I'm the strong one. I'm the strong one. I could do this. If I can get through that, I can do it. <laughs> and that was just half of you, too. That was just half of me. Yeah. Just half of me got mm-hmm. through that. Strong as fuck. It's strong as fuck. <laughs> Look at you. Right? And then, then dividing this shit. Yeah. And strong as fuck. <laughs> and that's how I comically sometimes cheer myself up. Like, <laughs> I could have died. Like, Coulda never been. Like, I could have never been, cause my mother's body was like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Kill it. Kill it. Kill it. Fire. Right. <laughs> but I was the one that made it. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, "Yeah, we'll keep it." <laughs> I mean, but it, yeah. here's the thing too: is that like you talk about, like, I'm really like again really happy they talk about like the struggles of pregnancy because people talk like about pregnancy like mm-hmm. you lay down, wake up pregnant, mm-hmm. like that. There's no struggle. My parents were married five years before. I wasn't even conceived. Right. Yeah. They uh-huh. they tell me the story They they wanted children, mm-hmm. and my mom jokes and she's like, "But you took your fucking time."
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
0: so it's really like on a spiritual level. My my mom talks about that. She's like, "It's on God's timing. Enjoy your life and enjoy your marriage." Mm-hmm. but she's like yeah yeah it's good advice right there yeah yeah my mom jokes and she says yeah i was going in for like a caption or something like that some medical thing mm-hmm. and you had to take a pregnancy test before they did it and they're like we're and it took a while and my mom's getting aggravated <laughs> she's like, i got things to do right and she just said the doctor comes in we're not able to do this test she goes what the fuck i've been sitting here for like an mm-hmm. hour what do you mean you're not able to do that mind you this is the doctor she's been talking to so they know her story of wanting to get pregnant, Oh yeah. and so the doctor's like, "We can't do the test because you're pregnant." Mom's was like, "No, that doesn't make me feel." What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we literally have to reschedule be because we have to reschedule be because you're pregnant. She goes, "All right, are you sure?" They're like, "Yeah, we just did several tests. That's why <laughs> like, like, it took so waiting. long." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, oh, oh, okay." And so now my mom just said, "That's why I told my mom." I was like. I don't understand why you get frustrated because you know I do things on my own time. You should have known that
1: <laughs> way before
0: I even got here. <laughs> so But I think I think it's important. Like there's so many things that people like don't consider. Like they the whole thing they talk about when the woman turns 30, like her chance, like you know, the statistics and getting pregnant mm-hmm. and this and that. It is what it is. Yeah. I get that. But I also know women who in their early, like, t- like late twenties, we're going into menopause early, like early menopause. Right. Yeah. I've heard teens or early-to-women in early twenties going through that. Right. So there's, you know, what's it was it PCOS? P- P- yeah. know like that. peace PCOS. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things that can affect you, like you said, stress. Stress <laughs> is a <situation>. simple. Stress. <laughs> If stress can yeah. affect our ovulation and our period, because I remember being so, when I wasn't on birth control, being so stressed that I would skip a period a month. Yeah. Like, like if I was supposed to have a period this month, and I was stressed, like it was finals or something, mm-hmm. my body, I just wouldn't have one. Yeah. It would delay it until, like, maybe the next month. Right, yeah. And that just tells you how connected your body is to your, your mind. And your right. emotions that go into it. So I think it was important. Like, they don't ever tell you with Eleanor why she couldn't have children. Right, yeah. There's a lot of things, like, you could have guessed, like, her two, like, not two jobs, but her job at the archive could have been it. Or maybe the stress of going out to these functions and dealing with this Mm -hmm. mother-in-law trying to make ends meet. I don't know. It could be Uh, Or just her body is... just uh, just has a really good immune system. Right, yeah. (laughs) And, like, she said that maybe she, maybe the it's first not even one Eleanor. Maybe f- it's William. Maybe, but the put, first one was not him either. Um, sure, she didn't have it, and you, it was it was a miscarriage. It was an abortion, right? So right. she did miscarriage. So it would yeah. say it's more on Eleanor, right? But I think when it comes to stuff like that, like people, they always consider it the one like, what's wrong with the women? And the honestly, they never look at the men. They never. Yeah, that's not the first thought. It's always what's wrong with yeah. the women. And you know, I've heard stories of like people like. Like, can't I can't get pregnant. The woman with my wife is doing this, and then the doctor says, well, "You know what? Let's test both of you." And they find out actually, you have a really low sperm count. Your mm-hmm. wife is fine. So the reason she can't be, get pregnant is because you don't have enough sperm. Wasn't that what was wrong with King Henry the Eighth or something? Like he couldn't. He wanted sons, but he kept getting girls or something, and he kept killing off his wives. Well, that would be because, the beginning. He killed off the women he was trying to fuck, okay? Right. That, that usually stopped pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, just, what? Yeah. <clears throat> chopping off women's heads usually stopped pregnancy. <laughs> Did, if you didn't know, now you know. Now <laughs> you know. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. But, yeah, his thing, because... He one, he had illegitimate children. He wanted a legitimate child. Yeah. He wanted a legitimate son. Yeah. So he had I think he had daughters. Like the one we know the best is Elizabeth first. But he had daughters, but either they were illegitimate mm-hmm. or they were
1: girls. Yeah.
0: And I love the fact that he was so adamant about having a boy because I need to be, you know, I need to have a son, I need to have a son, I need to have a son. And the I think the well the greatest ruler, the longest ruler Maybe not the longest, but like first female ruler in England. I'm not a historian; I could be wrong. Is Queen Elizabeth I Right. Yeah. She had. She's the a, most famous one. Yeah. She of. had such a huge influence mm-hmm. on the country, and I think it's so hilarious that he had such a focus on having a man, son, a man that it was his daughter, his the daughter, time. yeah, that did a better fucking job than he did, supposedly. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not English, so. Uh, no. The only thing people remember Henry for is killing his wife. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and you know Queen Elizabeth more for, for more more theater, shit. Yeah. Her science. The, her, yeah, you know her for other. Didn't riches. she like publish? No, that's a different one. Yeah. yeah, but like other things she brought you know brought to the table. So, yeah. Well, again, we're not historians. We think about Henry VIII. The first thing I think of is how many women he killed to get a yeah. son. You think about Elizabeth, the first is how many compliments she's done. Right, so huge difference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just say, and the irony of it is that and he wanted a son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the real irony is he wanted a son so bad, and he was killing his, his wives because they wouldn't give him a son. And yeah, then, like you know, speed up, fast forward to the future, and you realize that the sex of the child is determined by the man. Yeah, and you're like, <laughs> you're you're the problem. <laughs> you're the problem, right? Because I I just think it's funny. Again, it shows you how much science has developed because the fact that you thought the woman, again, you thought the woman would get pregnant by themselves because they're like, how could you get pregnant? You thought they controlled ovulation, how could I right. get pregnant? And then they're like, I want a son. Oh, well, let me just dial that in on my Yeah, chest beep, 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 And they're like, have a son. <laughs> like, like last, excuse me. And here's the thing even, even let's say if we did have the decision to do that. I think I'm a little busy building an arm over here. Give me a little bit of break. The yeah. least you could do is decide the sex of the child. And maybe don't stress me out with this shit. Right? Rub my fucking feet. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I ask. <laughs> Rub me my fucking feet. When I have. Give me some ice cream at three a.m. If I and want to go get ice cream with popcorn. The only thing you need to do for me is tell me how many scoops. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. It's not that hard. Right. Like, that's all you have to do. I'm literally doing the rest. Yeah. I'm growing a person here. A whole ass person that's gonna piss you off in your life and you're gonna (laughs) love them for it and you're gonna look at me and be like, why did you bring this demon into this world? And you're like, you helped. This is half of you. This is half of you. (laughs) You're like, you see how that child pisses you off? That's your sad thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I did like how William, when he learned that he they couldn't have try anymore for kids because it was her third miscarriage, and it, after that there was a chance of her uh, getting complications and dying. Yeah, he did man up and not push her to have more kids. Well, he yeah. saw he he saw the value in her and was like, "No, I love her more." Yeah. than that, you know. Yeah. So say, well, maybe we could try one time. He was like, "I would rather have my, my wife by my side." Mm-hmm. And have that, yeah, which I was like, mm, Yes, that's good. At well, least you get something. I've heard like guys discuss, like, would it talk to, so- and this is not it, obviously, not an easy, just dis- like, no, uh, uh, choice to make. But when it came to a woman giving birth, and I've heard guys say, Would you choose to save your child, or would you choose to save your wife when it came to birth? and. Most of the guys that I heard mind you, this, is like, quick yeah, of, a, like, an episode on TikTok or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the guys were like, I would choose to save my wife. Right, like, yeah. Not to say that I wouldn't be absolutely heartbroken about my child. Yeah. Pieces, but my wife is my wife. That's my life. I chart. chose her yeah. as and my partner. He, yeah. Exactly. And if I can have the chance to have another child with her, I would take that chance to have a child with her. Than to raise this child on my own mm-hmm. and then not have a mother. Yeah, and I think it's another thing to when you've built a relationship and and it it you know and that's not to say that again it's an easy decision to make, but I think it does show the value in someone. The husband's like, no, this is my wife.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If we if the doctor says we need to get you know rid of this child because it's affecting your wife's health, and the man goes, well then. Do what you need to do to save my wife. It might be heartbreaking, but I'd rather have my wife by myself. Yeah. And that that's like kudos to him for choosing his wife every time, which was nice. Yeah, to his mommy see. Told him to, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> he, really yeah. does, he really does love Elena. He really does. He chose her and he loves her dearly. Yeah. Like finally at the end of the book, he actually goes after her. Yeah. And I was like, finally! With the with the baby, and then you see his back, and she's like, "Oh, it's Mr. Back." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those shoulders, so i do like, the "There we go." Of, like, and they talk about the sex life, right? And there's like out of the blue, he'd be like, "I want you," and she's just <laughs> like, i didn't my Moo. Like, <laughs> like, I want you right now. You're so hot." And I think that's so interesting. Yeah, i also. Seen they were such a cute couple. couple. Yeah, I've seen on TikTok when they talk about that. Where, like married women will be like, Oh, they talk about the lingerie and snap. Mm-hmm. like, it's, that's all great, They're yeah. Like, <laughs> but I love seeing like women are like, Yeah, they like, The moo I wear gets me laid more than the lingerie, right. and I'm like, What is that phenomenon? I don't know, it's not a complaint. I, right? I just think it's interesting, like, you would think you're like, Here, I'm obviously showing off all, all of the skin, right? to you, it's all packaged up it's in a pretty little bow. you know. My my rack is up to the Tasha's are up. Right? They're but, perky. The like, eight <laughs> ankles are showing. Like yeah, the ankles. The ankles. Oh my goodness, so right? scandalous. Right? And the guys are like nice, right? But then you wear a baggy shirt, like <laughs> Yeah, and they <laughs> come up and like we're like, yes! and, you're like <laughs> and you're like, What is wrong with you? They're like, most <laughs> My hair sticking every which way. That's so funny how you see the commercials for, first Victoria's Secret, and you think growing up, yeah, I'm gonna need to get all this lingerie to feel sexy, and you're like, no, no, you don't. You don't really
1: uh, need to. Yeah, but but a guy that's attracted to like just a fucking t-shirt. Yeah, you wear some sweat
0: sweatpants and shit, and you're like, you want this? Like, yeah. 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 But I think I think that comes for the. Sign like a special person, like he has to be attracted to you, yeah, as a person, as a person, like yeah. yes, sex is great, yes, um, mm-hmm. uh, the attractions there, like physically, because they always say guys like more visual, women are visual as well, yeah, but like driven wise, so you would think you're like, I always hear guys are more visual, guys are more visual, and then you get the lingerie, and you're like, they're like, not nah, nice, but then, <laughs> right? <laughs> but then you get the boo and it's just like they turn into this wild beast, and you're like. Wow. <laughs> what is wrong with you? And I say I'm here, trying to go sleep here. <laughs> and I say moo not to say that every woman would have Right. Yeah. But it's it's the I'm using that as the sleepwear it's the most unattractive yeah it's the comfiest to the wear the comfiest but it's the most under like it's yeah it could sexy. be sweatshirt it could be shorts it could be like fucking baggy pants yes! t-shirt yes his boxers i don't yeah, know yeah his boxers mm-hmm. you got a hole in the bra an actual moo. i don't know right you're like you're wearing a ripped up bra yeah. because it's real light in the summertime but you're wearing right. boxers half your boob is sticking out yeah you know your hair sticking every which way and it's in the morning. You're going to the bathroom, brush his teeth, and he's just like, he's like looking at you. Like, he's like, "You want to wanna go? <laughs> yeah, wants to devour you. Yeah, without, like, are <laughs> I you, you to kidding brush me? Brush right my now? teeth. Yeah, please, <laughs> half the boob out. Fine, here, other half in, half out. <laughs> Can you brush my teeth, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing. Men are weird. Yeah, that that is. Men thing. are weird, but I love them. That's <laughs> 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 the conclusion to the yeah. episode men are weird <laughs> see you next week no I, I, <laughs> no <I> mean, <laughs> you won't see us next week but, but no there's a lot of things that like throughout the book I was just like with men and women the differences but I was being annoyed about it but the thing that got me the most was how could you do this? And I'm like, she didn't choose it. Like, she Right? Doesn't... It's not like she's was like, yeah, I chose, what? Yeah. And then, like, just, like, weird spots but spot Like, he was like, you didn't tell me you had sex before me? Well, you well, you, uh, you had sex before her. So what are you really upset about? Right. That you may not be the best. Ooh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but before we leave. I know that Chella and I have a TBR jar, uh, mm-hmm. but we literally, for the last two months, planned to read these books the way we did, Blood Debts and The House of Eve because <laughs> how plans are, because Michelle's going on. Uh, vacation for two weeks. Yes. So, we're getting a chunky book, and we also purposely decided we wanted something with like a little kick-ass and fantasy. And more fantasy. You know. Just some... A ca- a palette cleanser yeah hopefully we'll see <laughs> yeah i want to escape reality yeah so which book are we using to escape reality so the next book we're reading is da, 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 <laughs> the unbroken by cl clark it looks really cool it's, i have no idea what it's about me either i just saw the cover and i was like i gotta have my coworker. Epic fantasy. Yes, I'm. I'm excited. You like fantasy. You like sci-fi. I know. I know. I read the synopsis of one time, and yeah. I was like, "Yeah, we need to read this," <laughs> but I can't for life of me remember what it's about right now. But the cover um, looks awesome. The cover I saw. I have the physical book, the mm-hmm. cover, and I was like, "I want this," and I just kept seeing it everywhere. My coworker was reading. To listen to the audible. Uh, I have a credit, so I might also listen to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. um But it was just one of those things where I was like do you like it? She's like, yeah, it's badass. Yeah. And I was like, well, because there's a second book. Oh, nice. There is. So we'll just see. So I'm glad that it's badass. It'll be fun. Some kick-ass. That'd be great. Um, oh, Before we sign off, how many sips do we want to give Um, The House of Eve? Let's give it... I liked it. Because right. I was thinking for myself personally... Uh, four sips. I was going to say four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half. It's really fucking good book. Yeah. The only reason I gave it at four and a half is because the other half, it didn't get full five because my feelings. It made me cry. <laughs> <laughs> and not in like the refreshing good cry, but like in the ugly cry. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, this is kind of hurting too close to home right now. Yeah, same. I'm yeah. Like, woof, woof. But really fucking good book um Would once again it. she's uh Chidiqua johnson did it once again yeah she's amazing love her yes i think we should we'll read probably read every single fucking book you read right yeah it. we'll just need wine with each of those. oh my god yeah yeah. I need to stop driving and oh. listening to these books because <laughs> I need to be drinking and reading these books. Yeah, drinking and driving is not... No, no bueno. No bueno. But no But on my couch, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey comes in, why are you crying? Why are you reading a book? It's so good. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Don't bother me. they from my feet. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, four and a half sips. Four and a half sips. I'm excited to be good. to see the next book. And Yeah, me too. That'll be fun. We will talk to you later. Later. Bye. Bye.